please stay for complimentary saltines and full price sodas. Uh, but first, the dulce sounds of the Bennett Boys. You were here before. Couldn't look you in the eye. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 5, Episode 3, Basic Intergluteal Numismatics. I was so ready and excited for you to to hear that, but but for most people, they think of it as the Ass Crack Bandit episode, which we can say because they say Ass Crack Bandit about a billion times. Um, I uh, so I had a very long day at work today, and I came home and I sat down to watch this episode. Uh, and I've never actually looked at the title of this episode in my <laughs> entire life. And I am not gonna lie. After a long day of work, I looked at this episode title and I was like, "Oh crap! I'm having a stroke." <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, when you come down, you're just looking for some kind of mindless entertainment and mm-hmm, you're just mm-hmm. given this and this episode and you're just like, I didn't want, I didn't want the Ass Crack Bandit. Um, I didn't want numismatics, which is the study or collection of currency, including coins, tokens, paper, money, metals, and related objects. And, but yet this is what we get. This is what we've gotten. And it's, you know, you know, now that we've reflected on what we've gotten, I think it's time you know, I think it's our duty to outsource some of my bits. All, All right. right, let's do this. <laughs> we're 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 ready to rip roaring to get into the ass crack bandit. Well, anyway, um, but first we gotta get that good good shuffle. All right, Ben, my good friend Ben. Yes, Mike. Um, I have a feeling that this is gonna go into a weird place. Would you rather have your face printed on money or your own small town named in your honor? Um, I guess the the thing is. Okay. If your face is on the money. Yes. I mean, first of all, people, it, it poses a problem for me specifically because I would, I could only be on a $100 bill. Because people because already refer to yeah. those as Benjamins. You can't have two Benjamins. Right, because then it just gets confusing right? for everyone. And then Benjamin Franklin feels bad. It's it's bad. You know, you can't really do that. Um, sure. Because no one wants to be like, it's all about the Benjamin Fs. Because I'm talking about the Franklins. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, the, not the Benjamin Ms, the $3 bill. Give yourself a little bit more credit than $3. The three dollar and fifty cent bill. Thank you, because this is a world where uh, they've gotten rid of change because right. of the ass crack, ass crack bandit. So it's so you know what? It's possible. You see it in uh-huh. the episode. Yep. Um. So I would say, money aside, you don't want to be like you don't want to go get your like morning coffee and then like hand over the money and then they're like oh hey you're the guy on the money and you're like yeah sure. yeah like that's that's cool for about a month and then you know like after after a bit you're just like yeah 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 i'm the guy on the money sure 
It's kind of like, um, I mean, I haven't gotten carded recently, but my birthday is right before Christmas. So when I used to get carded a lot for alcohol, people like I'd hand my ID to the the cashier and be like, oh, wow, a uh, uh, Christmas baby. That must have sucked, huh? And like at first I was like, yeah, you know, whatever is, you know, talk about. It. And then now I'm just like, you hear it all the yeah, time. No, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, I hear it all the time. Now, having a small town named after you, that's pretty cool because like you, you can, you can say at parties like, oh yeah, no, there's, there's the town of Ben, uh, Ben, Oregon. Yeah, do you it can't be bend? Ben, Oregon. <laughs> it can't be because there's already Bend. It can't be. It, it, there's, there's I'm, a- from, I'm from Ben, Oregon. Oh, you mean Bend? No. No. Actually, but, I, I do not. But confusingly, it is a suburb. <laughs> Bend um, is in the the statistical area of Bend. There is a town, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast before because it's one of my favorite little mm-hmm. facts. If you look up my last name on Wikipedia, which is Mooney, uh, you can find that there is a town in Australia called Mooney Mooney, New South Wales, Australia. That sounds and like the beginning like, of a song, to be honest with you. That rules yeah. as a name. And so I'm saying get a new Mooney Mooney here uh-huh. in the States named after me. That's fair. I, you twice. Know, you, you so got... I'm so good. They named it. They named it twice. <laughs> Been so nice. They named it twice. Mooney Mooney name. Oregon. That sounds great. Imagine, <laughs> sounds imagine good, being like, I'm going to, you know, you've got Walla Walla, Washington, yep. Mooney Mooney Oregon. It's, it you got to have works. one of those it in every works. state. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mostly Absolutely. named after so Ben's. So I'm going. I'm you going know, with you that. You know Ben Walla, of course. Yeah, of course, Ben Walla. Benjamin Walla. I'm um, going to look him up. I'm going to look up the name Ben Walla to make sure that's not like a Nazi or something. <laughs> oh no, that's that's the most my most favorite thing about making content. What thing have I just uh-huh. thrown off of the sh- off of the cuff is actually a Nazi. Uh, Ben Walla. Uh. Is a musician. Um, There's apparently. actually a Ben Walla. Holy hell! <laughs> Again, came off the side. Like, there's one song on AllMusic.com by Ben Walla. That one song, no, that one album, excuse me, is called Flesh on Flesh. So, <laughs> sounds like a pretty sexy one. Okay. Well, anyways, um, I, I'm I'm now I'm looking at the album cover. It seems pretty sexy to it's me. It's very sexy. Mike, would you rather be the guy on the money or the guy the name the town is named after? You know, I think you have some good points when it comes to your face printed on money, um, and knowing that um, having to use said money. And honestly, you know, most most people, if they're on money, are either dead or royalty, and I'm neither. And I just don't feel like that's that's appropriate. Now, do I want to have a small town named in my honor? Yes. I know where, and I know what I wanted to call it. I want it to be on the top of a mountain, and I want to call it Mike's Peak. Okay. Okay. I'm holding for laughter and applause. I need that laugh track. Uh, you you, you from- need it so bad. This is when we need the two-hour laugh track. Uh, God, could you imagine if it triggered there? <laughs> um, Would have been so good. No, I mean, well, like, I came up with that while you were talking. And I was like, "This is gonna work." Let's uh, now that we've we've answered uh, the outsourced Mike's bits. Let's get to let's get to Mike's peak, which is doing this podcast. You will never have it better 
than doing this podcast. <laughs> well, I can't tell if that's a compliment or a threat. <clears throat> it can be two things. <laughs> We're talking about basic intergluteal numis, numismatics. Numis, mm-hmm. n- the numismatics, study of currency. The study of currency in butts. AKA uh, the Ass Crack Bandit episode. This whole episode has an aesthetic. Yeah, like, it's muted color palette, kind of like you, you, if you watch uh, any like uh, procedural, like uh, detective show, it feels very much like that. Like a, uh, I, I, I also get a little bit of like Batman. You know, like some of the darker Batman's, uh, Christopher Nolan. That's I think that's just more of a coincidence, because that also apes the or uh, uses the kind of similar thought of detective because he's supposed to be a detective, but he's really just a guy who punches uh, uh, mentally ill people. Um, uh huh. But uh, yeah, I love the muted color palette. Yeah, so it gives you the, um, the it gives you the right kind of feel for what this episode is going to be. Right, because we've had we've had some very stylistic uh, sort of community episodes. Um, this one really really sticks to the aesthetics of it uh, mm. in a way that uh, very different aesthetics, but in a way that feels a lot like uh, fistful fistful of paintballs, where yeah. like they don't let up on the aesthetic the whole episode. Even like basic lupine neurology, um, where it's mostly like law and order, there's a few moments where it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, this is like a community episode. This sticks with it, that muted color palette the whole time, sticks with the weird sort of soundtrack of Shirley's sons singing Creep for some reason to open a sandwich shop. (laughs) 100%. She didn't think about the lyrics. She just said, you look like an angel. And I'm like, done. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's um, such a wonderful... There's so many wonderful musical things in this one. Ben Folds is in it. Right? He's just the botany teacher, and they destroy his lab. It's just all wonderful. Like, I, I'm not going into grades, but, like, this one's a good one. I, I do. I, I, I imagine this is one of the things that, like... People who actually sit down and watch commentary on DVDs uh, would know, but I'm like, how did how did they get like Ben Folds on this? Because he plays he plays the the professor, right? Uh, professor Bublitz, and he Excellent. also he also uh, sings the Ass Crack Bandit. Song. He sings the Ass Crack <laughs> Bandit song. Twenty-five cents at a time. He's taking our souls. Government man can't help. We're all alone. Are you feeling the breeze? Did you pull your belt tight? You know that it's wrong. You know that it's right. Um, and that's the other reason why you can't name a town Ben because people are like, "Oh yeah, it's named after Ben Folds." And like, damn it, no, it's named after me. Ben it's, the podcaster. Ben the podcaster Mooney. That's that's also, it's also what not you, it's also not Bend Oregon. Right. It's Ben Oregon. Yeah. When you come out um, to the WWE ring, it's Ben the Podcaster Mooney is is what you come out to. And then it's like just uh uh, uh and then your, your and music then it, is just the podcast. And then it's it's just like it's Ben and then oh, damn. Uh, that stops. And you right just there. kind of over and over. Oh, okay, you just stop. It's uh, uh-huh. and it's just that's and then you just walk to the ring in silence. I get it. 
Uh, but yeah, Ben Folds is in this doing mm-hmm. a freaking ass crack bandit song, which is really good, actually. And it's a song about putting quarters in butts. It's so um, good. It has no no right being that good. It is too good. <laughs> too good. But I mean, that's Ben Folds apparently goes to good only. No bad, only good. I, I, I feel little, like either the money is good or he was already a fan or both. Can can I have a little sidebar about Ben Folds? Um, I will. Because abs- every side bin possible. Uh, as as I've noted many times on this podcast before, I'm a big fan of the TV show You're the Worst, where Ben yep. Folds plays himself on uh, in like season four, sure, I think. Okay, G- um, great start already. And he he plays he he plays uh, this weird version of himself, who's like this uh, like really naive person who doesn't even know what alcohol tastes like. So yeah, so he he plays this like because he's he's still Ben Folds, and he shows up he uh, he shows up a couple of times and like he ends up uh, I mean spoilers I guess for uh, you're the worst but he he ends up uh, <laughs> trying people, alcohol for the first time. Those poor people listening to community thinking I won't be spoiled for for you're the worst. Oh and no! Then, and then um, he so he tries alcohol for the first time and he's like, oh, man, alcohol's really good. And then he goes on this accidental bender and then like ends up doing like a bunch of cocaine or something and gets yeah, like okay. hit in the head with something and has a concussion. And it's this whole it's this whole thing. And I'm like, man, Ben Folds, this is just out there having fun. Like he's like, oh, yeah, I want to be I want to be a weirdo on TV. Don't want to be a TV star, but I want to be the guy they call in to be like. Yo, this this guy growing weed might be sticking quarters in people's butts, right. and like, now he's got to write a song about it. Look, I really appreciate Weird Al. I do. I want to be weirder and more explicit than Weird Al. Can mm-hmm, you make this mm-hmm. happen? Do you want to stick quarters up people's butts? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, important point: he doesn't stick them up people's butts. He sticks them down people's butts. That's fair. Because I apologize. Up, I use th- I was so, too rash in my wording. I apologize. The weirdest semantic argument I'm going to have no, in right. like the entire right year. You're right to have it. But sticking a quarter up someone's butt implies it goes inside the rectum, whereas sticking it down someone's butt implies that it just goes down the crack yep but I, you, but stays I, outside yes. of the rectum <laughs> I, my favorite part is how how quickly i agreed with you and you're like <laughs> just want to just want to be clear just want to be clear uh-huh we need to get the facts straight about where quarters are going <laughs> we don't need to get the facts straight on who the ass crack bandit was because we don't we don't honestly know other than the fact uh-huh. that they're a fan of dave Dave Matthews band. They they are a fan of Dave. It's also <laughs> it's also funny to me that that songs by Dave Matthews play a such an important role in this episode when they have Ben Folds on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like, the choices made like, here are so weird. They're like, "Hey Ben Folds, come on to this pod, uh, podcast." I mean, yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, <laughs> on, hit us up. If you want to be on this show, you, you can be on this show. You're going to play a professor who grows weed in the greenhouse that is there for some reason. And uh-huh. also sing a song about sticking quarters down people's butts. But the whole time, people are going to be talking about how great Dave Matthews is. <laughs> That's the role. Come do this. And he's just like, yeah, sounds great. No, that sounds great I'll to be me. There. I love Dave. 
to be fair, I, Ben Folds loving Dave would not be the weirdest thing about this episode. What is weird about this episode is that I did notice <laughs> you're going to need to be I've, more specific. I've never I've never thought about it before, but in season five, episode one, okay, Shirley very specifically says that Andre left and he took the kids. And the dog and the DVR, but neither of those play an important part in this one. What I'm about to say, it's true. He takes the kids, but in the opening shot of this episode, the They're kids the kid. are singing "Creep" by Radiohead for some reason, which is neither Dave Matthews nor Ben so, Folds. So many bizarre <laughs> musical choices. It's so it's um, so wonderful. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even so, say, I didn't even strike my brain. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's totally true. She uh, so kind of she, kind of weird. Has, maybe mm-hmm. it's a little uh, a joint custody situation. I get I get the kids on on, on Fridays, day, which is the day so I open my my sandwich shop. I'm gonna open the sandwich shop so they can sing uh, an acapella version of Creep. Which, by the way, an acapella version of Creep by Radiohead, but instead sung by two children. <laughs> incredibly creepy <laughs> yes um it's creep it's 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 a creepy it 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 first it's creepy as hell two yes. it kind of slaps yeah i mean both of these things are true <laughs> um i love the fact that this is where this episode of us talking about this episode is going it's so good i mean because the thing is, we could sit we could sit here and we could be like oh yeah then you know garrett gets cracked sure. and then you a know, lot of people get cracked in this episode. A lot of people get cracked, which is um, and which again is a a quarter being dropped down their uh, the the fold of their buttocks. Uh huh. I believe is and what the dean calls it at one point. So we could sit down and try to try to litigate. You know who who is the ass crack bandit? How how the how all of the events unfold? But you know what. I think it's fun leaving leaving that a mystery for mm-hmm. the the audience to decide. And you know, Honestly, there may be know. there may be one or two other community podcasts out there. Um, you know, if you Google hard enough, uh, yeah, just one gonna, or two. You're gonna have to go into the deep dark web Google for uh-huh. that. Um, but if you do find them, I bet I bet other uh, community podcasts go into much more detail to try to figure out who the ass crack uh-huh. bandit is. But that's not this um, podcast. This is a ding dong podcast where we go on wild tangents for no reason. Thank you. Tangents about Ben Folds. Specifically. To be fair, ben Folds is relevant to the episode. <laughs> I don't think we've in, we've discussed anything that's not relevant to the episode except for outsourcing my spits. Uh, yeah, so they... Uh, it it becomes a, a sort of detective uh, procedural about trying to find the ass crack bandit. It's true. Uh, Jeff and Annie try to figure it all out. And aren't um, they all trying to figure it all out? Really, in in the I grand mean, scheme of life, including we're all Professor trying to figure Duncan, it out. including um, Professor Duncan, who shows back up after giving uh, doing his time with his uh, ailing mother. Uh, yeah, it's good to see John Oliver back on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Professor Duncan hasn't been on since like season two, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a minute. And um, he is like all into Britta. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot. Um, also, Starburns uh, comes back. He had he didn't really die. Um, yeah. Which we find out. I mean, we found that out at the end of season three. Right, he's part is, of the montage. But this is the best way for him to come back uh, as mm-hmm. like 
just living in the Greendale stables, which exist, and uh-huh. creating a, a cat car to solve climate change, which is um, truly the best best possible uh-huh. way to do it that I've ever heard of ever. Yeah, let's throw out all of the solar panels, all the windmills. Let's all move to cat cars, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard agree. So, um, yeah. So, but I do think I do think that it's it's fascinating that at the end of season three, which admittedly was like you know it it was it was the Dan Harmon era, and then season four, obviously no Dan Harmon. Right. But like. At the end of season three, they're like, hey, here's this little reveal. Starburns is alive. He faked his own death. And he's reading a book on how to fake your own death. And then in season four. And he seemed to do it pretty well for a year. Season four comes along and Starburns is not even mentioned. Like. No no Starburns to be found here. He's just. He's just not. um, Not. Not there. And then. So like you forget about Starburns after a Mm -hmm. season. It's like Dre then, in that way. Yeah, then uh, Starburns comes back uh, trying to make cat cars a thing and taking the fall for being the ass crack bandit, which mm-hmm. he's not the ass crack bandit right. because he famously does not know Dave Matthews band music. I mean, other reasons, too. Uh, he was coerced into <laughs> to confessing, which is not you know applicable in court. Um, but yes, mm-hmm. he, is, he is not a fan of Dave. Um, again... <laughs> That that phrasing is funny to me. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking now that you actually gave me an on ramp off of the Starburn stuff onto the Dan Harmon stuff, and because one of the 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 thing that kind of ends the intrigue about the Ass Crack Bandit um, here is that Shirley shows up and tells Annie and Jeff that Pierce is dead. Uh huh. Which is kind of a, a it becomes an important part of the episode kind of at the end. And I'm wondering like what, how Pierce and community would have been without that kind of drama. If it had been somebody else rather than Chevy Chase, would we have had Pierce die? Would we, he have been banned from campus? Would we even have Hickey? Would what, like, I, it's that kind of sliding doors moment of what if somebody else was cast that was, you know, worked better with Dan Harmon, like Fred, mm-hmm. Fred Willard, I think, uh, showed up as the fake Pierce in the first episode right. of season four. Like, what if he had been cast from day one as Pierce? How would Pierce have kind of meshed with what would he have meshed with? Like that all in, is very interesting to me. It's it's obviously an, a question you can't answer, but it is is very interesting to me uh, knowing that the Chevy Chase Dan Harmon beef, for laugh, lack of a better word, is really important to the show um, because that's how it went. Um, But wondering what the show would have been like if, if somebody else had been cast is kind of, kind of interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, so, so yeah, touching on the, that sort of um, last bit where like, you know, they're chasing uh, 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 Annie and uh, Jeff realize that the ass crack bandit's still out there um Duncan gets cracked uh because there's a there's a big insinuation um that it is Duncan mm-hmm. um but then he gets cracked because his shoe is uh untied by British standards right it looks perfectly tied to me um and 
so he gets cracked, so he can't be the ass crack bandit. But then they're running through trying to find who it is. And then that's when Shirley comes up and is just like, you guys, Pierce is dead. Now, what do you think about this timing of revealing that Pierce has died? Because they knew going into the season, Chevy Chase was not going to be on it, save for a hologram. Sure. Um, so like, you know, you know, going in, like we, we have to address the Pierce thing. He could die. He could move to Alaska. He could, sure. um, you know, uh, have become a robot, you know, whatever you can you have a million, a million different things. Right. And so the reveal of like, hey, we're running around doing this like weird ass crack bandit thing. <laughs> and then sure. all of a sudden, Shirley just comes out and is just like, hey, guys, Pierce is dead. And it immediately like because it immediately kind of sucks the fun out of the moment of yeah. like, you know, we're we're having fun with this like, you know, there's this this criminal running around putting quarters down people's butts right uh, and then you you kind of get the death of pierce being like oh actual things are happening in the world right and i think it is it is a very fascinating time to do that because what a weird thing to interrupt right like sure I mean, it is community, so yes, of course. We we are literally chasing down someone through a hallway who is a serial quarter down butts putter. Um, the weirdest assault ever. And then it's just like, oh, and now Pierce died. Like, we don't see it happen. We don't, uh, you know, there. It's it just it just comes at you, and like, I do feel. A little bit like um, there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother, which I guess spoilers for that show. But in like, Boy, if if you haven't seen You're the Worst or How I Met Your Mother, you are just in. You, I I feel bad for our, that one listener that's like that. I was gonna watch those shows. Dang it! Um, there's I an episode to, of How I, I Met Your Mother met Ted. where Ben Fold shows up. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where and he dies in such a weird manner like marshall's like really like excited for something or like i don't remember what the what the whole start of the episode is but like oh i remember that yes i know what you're talking about there's like there's like a whole episode where you know it's just like fun and goofy and then like literally the last moments are like uh uh lily his wife getting out of a cab and being like like sobbing and just being like, I got just got off the phone with your mom. Your dad died. Right. And it's like right at the end of the episode. And it's like, we've been having fun all episode. By the way, death exists and is real and is coming for us all, including those you love. That's a surprisingly good reference. That's, that's because I I will say uh, in that episode you're referring to, there is a countdown. Mm -hmm. That's how they, they have Mm -hmm. like, they show, I think 50 to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, on screen from time to time to kind of indicate that there's something about to happen um where this episode just simply is like he's dead <laughs> uh-huh. um and but you're but you're right there is a very very clear uh parallel to to these two mm-hmm. episodes and i think it's i think it's a really interesting 
storytelling device that you know i'm glad i'm glad not every freaking show on the planet uh does because like then it would just it would get really just like uh tedious but you know it is an interesting it is an interesting storytelling device in that like that's kind of how the world works and it's interesting like i get i get why how i met your mother does it because in a lot of ways how i met your mother is a show that is kind of about finding yourself in your late 20s to mid 30s right right like that that idea of like oh hey we're supposed to be the adults now but also like we don't feel like adults but also we have to go to work and we have to like you know, deal with life and relationships and, and, um, you know, whatever. And And so I think in that and Barney, that's a deal with Barney. Barney may be the ass crack bandit now that I'm thinking about it. So, so my thought about the end, I I don't know if you'd finish your thought. Have you finished? I had not. Okay. So I didn't mean to, I I thought (laughs) anyway, I got distracted by, by ass crack bandit again. So, um, so I get, I get why How I Met Your Mother did it. It's a much weirder play in community to, to be like, especially when you're you're like, you already know if you've been following the beef, you know, Pierce isn't on the show. They make it pretty clear in season one, uh, season five, episode one, he's not allowed on campus anymore. They didn't have to do this. And then, so it, I think it's a weird play to do in community. And I'm not sure. saying that it's bad. It's just, it's a lot more surprising as a narrative device when you're sure. doing, you know, a weird show about a bunch of misfits at a community college who are playing paintball and um, running around trying to have sex with each other. And also now they're chasing someone who puts quarters down people's butts. It's a very weird play. And I think mostly I like it. Like it's a, sure. it's, it's just kind of, it's just kind of surprising. So I was just wondering how you feel about that sort of end to the episode. So I think it's, I think it's really interesting choice. Like you, you like kind of like how you suggested it is an interesting choice to kind of, you know, be like, we're having all this weird, goofy fun, boom, character death. Um, right. I do think it serves a few different purposes in the plot of the episode and the show in total a it gets it you know pierce is now no longer expected even though he is banned from campus he's not going to come back period again that that relies on you believing shirley to be truthful and not as they turn the corner running after the ass creek ass crack bandit and they see her that's that i do think it's a really funny way of keeping the ass crack bandit um identity not having to decide what that is they that's okay. how they leave okay. this open of like the the because the cold, the case instantly becomes cold because we're focused on this other thing and the ass crack bandit doesn't do anymore who knows who it could have been it could have been anybody <clears throat> as long as they love dave or it could have uh-huh. been a group of people or you know whatever so so you're saying in that respect it's it's more of a like it's not about pierce or death or how death comes for us all and those that you love eventually it's it's about hey here's a way to just like 
I th- we we're not gonna find out who the ass crack bandit is because at this point you shouldn't we don't care about it anymore because we remembered that like other things in life happen i i think it's it's both of those things uh, i do think okay. it's honestly i don't think it's that they don't care i think they i think if i were to guess and this is my interpretation feel free to argue with me on twitter at good greendale I'm angrily tweeting at you right now. Oh, I, Go ahead. Ben, I've seen your angry e- tweets at me. I know. Um, <laughs> no, I just think it's it's like it would be if I were Dan Harmon and I was writing this episode and I was doing like a, a police procedural and I've set up all this stuff. I'd be like, it'd be funnier if we didn't know who it is. Like you have the red herring of of um, Starburns. It's it's similar to J.J. Uh, Abrams and how he likes to construct a whole lot of weird, intricate plots. And then, like, I don't know what the answer is and basically lost, Uh huh. which, again, spoilers for Lost. I think I've never seen Lost, uh-huh. um, but it's like, yeah, wh- why answer the question when the 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 vaguety and the not knowing is funnier and more fun than answering it? And I think that the, the tone of whiplash of we're running around trying to find a person that puts uh, uh, coins down people's butts. Very good. Uh-huh. Um, ended immediately with somebody dying off screen is very funny to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's it's because of that incredible quick tonal shift that I think it it really, really works. Now, what 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 the authorial intent of 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 it? Whether or not it's like I didn't want to answer the question because I thought it would be funnier, or there wasn't a there wasn't a good way to end this other than this. Like I don't really care. I think it's very funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think I do think that's at least some of it because the the closing moments, unlike the How I Met Your Mother episode, the closing moments aren't that she says that Pierce is dead. the 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 two sort of closing moments. On uh, other than the tag, which is Starburns trying to basically kickstart me on um, on uh, uh, doing <laughs> cat a, a, a cat car, which um, which which by the <clears throat> way, the rewards are wild. Uh, for five dollars, <laughs> you get a thank you email. For fifty dollars, you get a, a t shirt, and for a hundred dollars, you get both. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, just don't mind me. I'm gonna go restructure our Patreon tiers. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, so the, other than the tag, the two closing bits of this episode, one is an actually very sincere farewell to Pierce. Yeah. Um, because, you know, uh, uh, real Neil with pipes of steel, mm-hmm. um, is on the campus radio, you know, being like, Hey, you know, uh, he, he meant a lot to, to all of us. And, you know, like it's, it's an actual, it is an actual heartfelt goodbye, sure. which I do think was classy because, again, there's a lot of Dan Harmon, um, uh, sure. Chevy Chase beef, and they could have been like, dude was a, a racist old dude, so like... That's true. Rotten hell, old man. So you get that. But then yeah, also... Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I want to mention something about that. I yeah. think that in Dan... I, again, I'm not trying to be in Dan Harmon's mind because, oh, my God, I don't want to be there. Um, uh-huh. But I think there there is certainly a world in which the the character and the actor get removed from each other, 
where the idea of Pierce that you could see how Pierce could grow in a different way and be beloved like he like he's kind of suggested to be. We only see kind of the negative parts of it, but I think there is, you know, like the ideal ideal Pierce character outside of what Chevy Chase gave Pierce the character could be similar to how, you know, Fred Willard plays Pierce in the like I keep mentioning that, but like he's playing Pierce. He's not playing Fred I mean, you, you so so that character ideal of Pierce could very well be more like the Fred Willard Pierce than the Chevy Chase Pierce. So okay. it could be sure. Dan Harmon saying goodbye to this character I thought had a, a lot of p- potential that Chevy Chase strangled out of it. Or okay. it could be like, I can see that. I'm going to mm-hmm. be the be- the bigger man here okay. and kill you off and yeah. then give you a, an eulogy. I, I could see, I could see either, to be honest. Um, so yeah, that, so that's one of the, the two ending bits. And then the other one is sort of this, like, it, it's, it's a montage over uh, Ben Folds's uh, actual real song called <laughs> Ass Crack Bandit. I still which can't is, believe he did it. It's so which good. is great, and it's good because if if you look at the Wikipedia page for basic intergluteal numis, you know, numismatics, you, you know, you could have just said this in this this episode. You could have just said this episode. Uh, it does have um, a little sidebar for Ass Crack Bandit, which includes a thing for Ben Fold's singles chronology, which. Uh, Says before in 2010, the song From Above, and after in 2015, Phone in a Pool. So if I click on From Above, um, okay, well, I it doesn't list Ass Crack Bandit in at next, so which means From Above is not really hmm. how you know what I think we need to change Wikipedia right now, anyways. Live in theory, Wikipedia editing. In theory, you can you can look up Ben Folds's singles chronology, and just out of the blue, there's a song in there called "Ass Crack Bandit." And if you've never heard, if you've never seen Community, then you're just like, why does he have a song called "Ass Crack Bandit"? Um, because what a cool thing to have in your yeah. So here's a s- singles as a lead artist by uh, Ben Folds. Um, oh, it does say for community, so it's you're gonna you're not gonna be like oh what the hell is this? Um, although honestly, uh, looking at Ben Folds's other singles. Ass Crack Bandit actually kind of fits in there. See, that's like, the thing. I was I was also <laughs> looking at it. And I'm like, you know what? This kind of works. Is the problem here? Uh huh. Everything from Jesus Land and Bastard and Free Coffee, Bizarre Christmas Incident, One Angry Dwarf, and Two Hundred Solemn Faces, and then Ass Crack Bandits in there. Yeah. Like you're just like, yeah, no, that that tracks. Mister Peepers. Yeah, no, that all that yeah. all tracks. Hiroshima parentheses b- 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 Benny hit his head. Oh, so, okay. Because th- when you said it that way, my brain was like b- b- Benny hit his head. Like yep, Benny and the Jets was like that exactly must what have he's been going it. for. 
It's exactly what he's and, going for. And, and I will point out on Wikipedia, if if you are trying to get from basic intergluteal numismatics to Weird Al, you just click on Comedy Rock in the uh, Ass Crack Bandit sidebar, and he is of surprise he's in there. Weird Al is in that uh, article on Comedy Rock. So yeah, but, but we do, we do, and I got very distracted by Ben Folds again. All of our <laughs> tangents today are Ben Folds related. Hey, you know uh, what? And I'm fine this is, with it. This is the best community Ben Folds podcast available. That's I can't I can't be I I'm not sure about that. Uh huh. Um, we tried to make so, it. but yeah. So the the other sort of closing notes, um, over the uh, under the the song "Ass Crack Bandit" by Ben Folds, it has a montage of like how literally any character could have been the Ass Crack Bandit. It's true because they're. Jeff and Annie are standing in the entrance to the the building and they're they're standing uh, like under the awning and it's raining because it's raining the entire episode. Mm. Cuz again you got to keep those aesthetics Procedural. going. Procedural, yeah, absolutely. And um Jeff is like, "Well, well, I guess we'll we'll just never catch him." And Annie's like, "Or her." And then there then it's like oh man it could be anyone because it's like you see abed like flipping a coin between his fingers and you see um the uh, the dean's uh secretary beating him in what seems to be a weird like beer pong shot glass it's 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 quarters okay i've never played quarters so you're not familiar with with the the drinking in quarters really I didn't really drink in college. I drank when my wife was in in grad school and we were just like, we're going to the bar and drinking anyway. Quarters. Uh huh. It's a, it's a thing. It's not, it's not a thing that his secretary invented. Um, I assumed that wasn't invented for the, but I just didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm and, a sheltered um, guy. Who knows? And it shows like Shirley's benefiting because she gets extra money because now, Mm -hmm. you you don't uh sandwiches are five dollars even there's none of this like 4.95 crap which by the way pretty good price for a sandwich in this economy in this economy five dollars absolutely sign me up so yeah so it is it is insinuating at the very end like the ass crack bandit could be every uh anyone anyone and everyone so you know, it does. The, Pierce's death does definitely serve that as well because it's like, dude, a man literally died. We're not going to care about who it is who's been dropping quarters yeah. down people's butts. Um, so, um, yeah, that's that's the episode. I do want to call out a few very specific things in the episode. I also have a few callouts that I want to point out, but I'll because wait for you. But you go ahead. We we did a very a very high level overview of like the whole episode with only Ben Folds related <laughs> tangents. So um, they're on topic. They're technically on topic. So you can't complain about this banner, damn it. There's a lot of very good moments in this with the Dean. Yes. Um, one of my all-time favorite Dean moments is when the ass crack bandit calls and is taunting the Dean and he starts snapping at his secretary and she's just standing there and he's <laughs> he's just repeatedly snapping and snapping and he's trying to keep the line going and he's snapping. And then the ass crack bandit hangs up and the, the Dean puts the phone down and he's like, Trace the call, Rhonda. This means trace the call. Look at the extension. 
Five, nine, four. Tracing. Tracing. Got it. The stables. We have stables? Let's go. <laughs> and then so he, he does. And then he's like, okay, tracing. Like, he specifically calls that tracing the call. And it's just, it's such a good Dean it's moment. so good. Because just watching Jim Rash, like, snap angrily while talking on the <laughs> yeah, phone, like, trying to keep this call going. <laughs> Literally one of my favorite Dean moments in, so in the entire series. It is so good. Also, there's this weird sub, it's not even a subplot. It's like a joke that shows up a couple of times. They have Chang be a decoy by wearing clothes backwards and having a fake butt yeah and then uh the uh hickey is like man you just looks like you just wasted a lot of money on this and the dean's like it cost me nothing and he's like but i think you just admitted you already owned a fake butt (laughs) it's so good i had that same line written down in (laughs) same line written down in my notes because it's it's so choice it's so good okay so i know that i said that this episode is real good and we're not getting the grades but it's so good uh-huh. um, uh a couple of other notes that i don't know if you you have any more to to call out oh i just i really just wanted to talk about a few very choice dean moments uh-huh. because like gotcha. between the snapping and and hickey just being like i think you just admitted you already owned a fake but i was laughing it it had me it had me you were there uh, it it cracked me up oh that's the topic of the episode um my favorite well, i mean i don't know if it's my favorite but i do love the fact that leonard starts selling overalls which is clearly the correct choice <laughs> clearly the answer to the problem this is uh-huh. it we found it um uh-huh. they do destroy the hell out of the botany lab which is very uh-huh. good like to the to to an over overarching extreme it's so good um uh, Troy has a subplot where he gets when he gets cracked by getting distracted by a teddy bear on the ground mm-hmm. and then he he gets cracked and he acts like he has been, you know, he is the victim of a, a violent crime throughout the rest of the episode. So he's like covered in blankets and G- G- Abed keeps giving him cups and they're like, stop it with the blankets and cups, <laughs> which is good. But my favorite part about that is when. Starburns confesses he's in front of like this whole like press conference, which keeps happening at, at, at <laughs> w- because there's like four different f- four different newspapers at Greendale, which is also hilarious because it's like, when did we split those two? I don't remember. Um, they wheel Troy in and he like shakily pulls himself up. And then slap Starburn sits down and then like crumples back and stares off into the distance. And again, I will never not love Donald Glover's physical comedy. It's so good. It's just, oh, that that scene is so perfect. You should show that in acting school. It's so good. Uh, is there anything else we wanted to talk about specifically before we get into uh, the next segment? No, I think it is time for... Great. I think this episode is tremendous. It's spectacular. Um, we do, uh, you know, we we it, this isn't the first we hear of the Askrack Bandit. I believe we hear hear about it in season three at one point, and that's kind I of. I mean, that that would to, track because they do a couple of times say like uh, the Askrack Bandit's back after two years or yeah. whatever. So I think I think yeah, it was something just a, like that. I, 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 I may be wrong, but I feel like it's just a throwaway joke in an episode. I don't remember which one. 
Um, and then they bring it back for a full episode. And, and again, it is, you know, so I, I don't mean to keep harping on season four, but uh-huh. this is when we talk about what community, the swings it takes, this is it. This is, we're going for the procedural. We're going for kind of that, you know, like open-ended ending and they hit it out of the park. It is fantastic. It's funny. It's, you know, like suspenseful at points. And you're, you're leave you're, you're, you in the episode asking more questions than you had answered. And I think for the type of episode they're going for, it's perfect. I, it's so funny. You know, we've, we've laughed about line reads and, you know, actions um, and the Dean snapping, we laughed at snapping. So, you know, I think that, I, I think that tells you those are the standout moments, but it's all just, the humor is just so right. Um, and I think, honestly, I think this is an A plus for me. I, I love this episode. It's very, very good. And how could you, and, and how can you not love Ben Folds wrote writing and performing an original song named Ass Crack Bandit? Uh huh. It's very good. Um, so when I was in high school, I was in a video production class, uh, and we did this thing called it was morning announcements. So we would show all the homeroom twice a week. We would show all the homeroom classes. Like uh, basically, it was meant to be like informative, like oh, like the French club is having a bake sale or whatever. Sure. But then we would inter- intersperse it with like random skits and stuff. Um, and, you know, try to be funny. And, um, one day, so I was in that class and one, one day, day we one got of the, ben Folds. <laughs> yeah, Ben Folds showed up and it was wild. Um, <laughs> one, one day, one of the, the kids in that class brought in, like he walked in with a toaster and we were just like, Hey man, uh, what's, what's with the toaster? And he's like doing a video about the toaster. I'm like, Oh, oh, Okay. Uh, what's, what's it about? Oh, I, I fall in love with the toaster and we're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, I'm in. That sounds funny. What, what, that, okay. Um, so you, you, you fall in love with the toaster and he's like, yeah. And then like, it's going to be a whole thing. And then like at the end, uh, the toaster, uh, gets hit by a car and I'm real sad about it. And we're like, (laughs) we're like, dude. That what? is no, 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 no. That's comedic gold. I love it. I'm in. And uh, I, I told that story a to have a tangent that's not directly related to this episode because we had to have one. Second, wait, wait. You used your grades for this. It is actually a little bit tied to the episode though because I uh, do feel like love reveal. I do feel like this is a situation where like y'all show up to the writers' room. And you're just like, oh man, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do uh, for an episode? And then someone's just like quarters, and you're like, oh, qu- quarters, like yeah, no, um, you know, quarters down the butt crack, and you're just like, uh, oh, uh, okay, so like, what, 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 what's that all about? It's like, oh, well, you know, they got to find who the ass crack bandit is. And like, oh yeah, okay. And then you're like, and at the end, Pierce dies. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then like, right. it turns out to be really good, but I, I'm, I'm making that comparison because I th- it takes a very specific kind of creative mind to walk into a cla- a video production class and be like, going to fall in love with this toaster. Uh, and then it dies. That's the video. And you're just like, Oh, 
Okay, because you know what? Mad props to him. It was a really funny video. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> that we showed great. that we showed the entire school. The entire school watched a five-minute video about this guy finding a toaster <laughs> at a thrift store, buying the toaster, falling in love with the toaster, kissing the toaster. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes and plays catch with the toaster. And the toaster's out in the street, and then a car just runs by and runs it over. And then at the end, he's sad. And it was real funny. I and mean, like, you've got you've got acts to that. Like, you got act one, you got act two, you got act oh, three. Oh, yeah. It was great. And so um, it, it takes a very specific creative mind to do that. And I feel like, I feel like walking into the writer's room and be like, quarters down the butt that's what this one's it's it's a it's a uh a detective procedural about quarters down the butt and then being like all right so we're doing this and then committing to that bit yeah because it's the commitment just like the falling in love with a toaster story you gotta commit to right? the bit. the commitment to the bit is what made it funny and to compare it to season four Season four didn't really have the same level of, you know, trying to do this really stylistic thing. This episode goes hard. I mean, the the visual style in it, the as weird as it is to say about a story about quarters down the butt, good storytelling. <laughs> yeah the, it's true the, it's true the strange the strange emotional uh uh appeal at the end when it's like we spent all episode laughing about quarters down the butt and now a man is dead and we're sad about it because one day you're laughing about quarters down the butt and then someone that you knew and cared about most of the time when he wasn't being an a racist jag off <laughs> is dead now you can say and, asshole the, the word ass is in this so many times yeah, but I like the word jag off. That's fair. Um, the, the fact that they go so hard with it is a thing. Like, again, I am a season four apologist, despite the fact that I will admit that it, it has faults. I, sure. I do not think it's as bad as everyone says. But episodes like this really show what season four lacked. And yeah. it is the fact that this episode goes so hard. It didn't need to have a song by Ben Folds, but it does. It doesn't need to ha- to commit 100% fully to the aesthetics of a of a uh, detective procedural, but it does. It does not need to have a bunch of adult humans on screen <laughs> taking very seriously the phrase ass crack bandit, but it does. But it absolutely does. And all of these moments make it a truly great episode. And so I'm going to give it an A. Um, really kind of on the edge of that A+. Plus. Um, but I think I'm just going to give it an A. Okay. It is up there, though. It's a it's a very good episode. Uh, you know what? I lied. I'm going to give it an A+, plus because Whoa. Ben Folds shows up. Ben Folds, <laughs> he's, he's the plus, baby. Like... You he know, is, if he's certainly if, the plus, yes. If you're right uh, here, a little pro tip if you are writing an essay for school and it's about, you know, like I don't know, um, uh, 14th century European architecture, 
and you're just like, man, I just, I think this is like C material. Maybe can I get, can I get that C plus throw in a reference to Ben folds in there? I guarantee you that is the good morning Greendale guarantee. Ben folds will get you that plus. I don't, I don't know if whether or not I want to uh, co-sign on that or not. <laughs> um, you if, know what? You know what? Let's go for it. Why not? Ben folds, baby. If it does not get you that plus, uh, then um, you will get all the money back for this episode that you listened, that you gave us for this episode specifically and not through Patreon because this episode was free. Right. Disclaimer. <laughs> this does not have anything to do with Patreon whatsoever. Um, I do want to point out, but I, 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 I first I want to make sure you're done with your grades. I'm done with my grades. A plus um, baby. I ben folds wanna, is the plus. Ben folds is a plus. I do want to point out on the Wikipedia page. They have done some of the work that we chose not to, uh, uh, for basic intergluteal numismatics. This prankster was first referenced in the second season episode, Intro to Political Science, when any states, quote, the assailant known only as the ass crack bandit will be brought to justice. So that is the uh, the episode, I believe, when they have uh, no, uh, the uh, uh, the the uh, uh, the election, which makes sense that she would tr- push push her agenda of defeating the ass crack bandit as the class president. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we want to know what you think about this episode about, but Ben about Ben folds, a lot of Ben folds about Ben folds. Is he, does he give, uh, is he's the plus in your life? Mm-hmm. Are you like, my life is a solid B. And then you think about Ben folds and you're like, you know what? B plus got upgraded. Uh, what, what do you think about Dave? Uh-huh. Do you do you like Dave or are you like, yo, who the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Um and um we want to know what do you what do you think about uh all the spoilers I gave for how I met your mother and uh you're the worst. And and my not really spoiler about Lost not having a conclusive ending. We want to uh, know We also want to know whether you'd name a small town after you or whether or not you put your face on money. We want to know all these things and more. You can do that by tweeting at us at Good Greendale. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com, uh, where there is a contact form that you can use to contact us. And uh, we are also on Patreon. Uh, that is patreon.com slash back to Futurama, where we do have a new Patreon patron this week. Uh, that is Chris Hurst. So thank you for becoming a Patreon patron. Thank you so much. Good morning, Greendale. That is so kind of you to do based on how nonsensical this podcast often, often is. Uh, thank you so much for your support. Uh, not just Patreon, of course, but all support you show us, whether that's interacting with us, joining our Facebook group, uh, the League of Jeremy's or, just, you know, downloading and listening, you know, I, you know, I, 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 I feel you out there and I'm so thankful for the fact that people listen to this nonsense and you know what? I hope you have a good day and I hope we put a smile on your face. Hey, but you know what? We were on topic this episode. We talked about the Ask Crack Bandit. 
We 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 uh we did. We also uh pushed it a lot with specifically about Ben Folds, who is on screen for about uh, a minute at most. But he does do a great song. He about does do a good song. The so, ass crack bandit. Um, his voice is on screen more than his body. That's a weird way to say it. I don't like that. Uh, well, if his butt was on screen, it might get cracked. So see, that's true. Unless he go. was the ass crack bandit. Who is to know? We don't know. I mean, that's that's the grift, right? You become the ass crack bandit. You write the song about the ass crack bandit. The song charts at number one on Spotify. Boom. Boom. Now people are finally talking about who Ben Folds is. They're like, oh, yeah, no, he's he's good. I mean, I think people were talking about Ben Folds before uh, 2014 or whenever this came out. But yes, <laughs> fair. Uh, so that'll do it for us this time. Uh, when we actually did talk about Community, which was <laughs> cool. Um, and until next time. When we're talking about an amazingly great episode, I'm just gonna spoilers. I have no idea what the next one is. I assume next we were gonna talk a lot about ep- about community, but I guess we are. Uh, look, we're in a good string of episodes where it's like we got to talk about community, man. It's happening. <laughs> oh no, we have to talk about community on our community we have to talk podcast. About, we have to talk about the show. We're here to talk this. about what. Ah. Until next time, I'm Ben and I'm Mike. I'm not Don't the get cracked. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how I did not claim not to be the Ascrack Bandit. So. Ooh, maybe Ben was why, the Ascrack Bandit. Why do you suppose 